the disharmony between my lungs or just age, you know? We really don't know at this point. So the older you get in, the sadder you get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the highs are high and the lows are a lot lower. Welcome back to the Forever Young Podcast, a Chinese medicine-based podcast hosted by Chinese medicine graduates. We release episodes every week on a Thursday. If you're new here, feel free to subscribe or follow us to keep to keep up to date with our uploads. I'm Brendan, and I'm joined by my usual three co-hosts. We got Charlene, hello, Nick, yo, what's going on, guys, and Timmy. Hey, how are you? All right, before we delve into our topic, hey, how are you? Oh, what the? <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. And it begins, it begins. Now, before we delve into our topic, oh, yo, do you know what I've been watching lately? Mm-hmm. What? The Avatar. Have you guys seen that? <gasps> the Last Airbender. The Last Airbender, dude. Yes! Yeah. That's the yo, best. I know. Like, I only just got onto it now because I've heard it. it you know, I, like, you know, I watched episodes here and there when I was on ABC back when I was, like, younger. Mm-hmm. But, man, it is Good. It's a good show. It's nice. a genuinely a good show, right? Yeah. Are you up to the part where Sokka dies? What would the? Hey. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, not yet. You get up to it soon. You get up to it soon. Um, Look, are people die inside? Uh, <laughs> Legit, dude. Have a look at his face. Yeah. Uh. so not yet. Are you? I'm not yet. Oh, cool. Cool. He'll get there. No, he'll oh. get there. Ah, oh, yeah, don't worry. Don't worry, dude. It'll come soon. And when it hits you, you'll be in total shock. You'll be like, oh no, my god. To, I'm, just this pl- <laughs> no, I'm just up to the part where Aang dies. Oh. Bro, that part. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah. very first yeah. episode? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know you know that, that part where Aang's like frozen in the in the ice uh, the iceberg? Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that episode got me. Yeah. Yep. No, that was got me so off guard. Mm-hmm. But you are yeah. you're not up no, to the but, part where Korra kills Aang? Oh, no, no, no. I'm up to that bit where, uh, like, he learns, like, how to... I did. I did. And I like how he didn't pick me up on that, so... Nah, I wasn't going get, to get you on that. Nah, of course not. I, 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 dude, seriously, this, this series has, like, made my whole week. I've been just, like, watching it end on end, like, right now. Right now, mm-hmm. a, like, Aang's got hair right now. Fah, man. Changed his whole look. Mm-hmm. I feel it. I feel it. No, but like in in relation to what we'll talk, like what we talk about in this podcast, it's like there's a lot of Chinese med references in that in that, right? Yeah, there are. Yeah, and there's Nick being like, yeah. No, I've I've only watched it as a kid, but never really watched it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just like there's like little tidbits here and there, like when they talk about like chi and blood. And I'm like, fuck, man, I know Iroh. this. Uncle Iroh, Iroh is the goat. Uh, yes, when he talks about his tea and he, and he talks about like some sort of like wisdom, I'm like, man, I feel that. <laughs> could you got that, Tim? Yeah, I could get some tea too. Yeah, in China, oh, I got this. <laughs> Tim oh. looks so, he, he's so like blank faced right now. What were you saying, B? Yeah, no. If, if you guys actually noticed anything on Avatar, like it, it I I, I, just, I I understand it a lot more now doing Chinese medicine. It's weird as hell, bro. In what way do you think that you understand it better? No, when they talk about like, they talk about elements. Oh, obviously the show is about elements, but they talk about elements and like uh, there's, there's a specific part where he talks about um, an element and what, uh, what uh, emotion it pertains to and what blocks it. And I'm like, ooh, yo, 
that totally relates to Chinese murder. That's everything that we learn, you know? You remember that bit? It looks like you don't remember that bit. Yeah. Oh, I, ha- I haven't finished it all. I only watched half, up to half. Excuse oh, what's half? Me? What's it? What season? Uh, I think I went up to book three. Oh, just where soccer dies, right? Yeah, yeah. That's when it all ended yeah. for me. It all went downhill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Where Korra killed Aang? Yeah, when Korra killed Aang, that was, that was definitely... Uh, yeah, trans transseasonal. So it went from one season from the future into the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Ang was still young, you know. He was a young boy, mm-hmm. young blood. When young he was like middle aged. <laughs> <laughs> when he had hair, damn. Bah, when he had hair, dude, it's a whole new look, straight up. Oh goodness. Anyway, we should probably delve into the topic now, eh? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So today's topic. Uh, you know, it's the start of a, it's, we, we're getting there, we're getting there, we're getting to um, a new season, uh, autumn is coming up, and we thought we'd do a podcast on talking about t- uh, autumn in terms of Chinese medicine and uh, things that we're to look out for and things to notice and stuff like that. Uh, let's, let's see, so anyone want to describe what autumn is in Chinese medicine perspective? Yeah, okay. Not all at once. <laughs> yeah, not all at once, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's just our podcast. Our podcast is just continuously just like, so what do y'all think? It takes our brains a minute to think, so. Yep. Yeah. We're all loading. Yeah, I do. I do. I do hit you guys. I do hit you guys pretty unexpectedly. So, you know, yeah, do your thing. That's right. We'll get there. We'll get there. Or. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you take it. Sure. I think in terms of like cycles and seasons in Chinese medicines, it's not just like. Oh, we're in a new season, whatever. It's like winter, then it's cold. Uh, summer, I think, is more like the hotter seasons. Whereas for order, uh, it's drier. It tends to be like lots of wind, lots of dryness. It's normally the start. I think it's the yin season. So there's a lot more yin. Um, the air becomes a lot cooler and drier. And I think that's when people tend to contract a lot of like colds and coughs and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, for some reason, in my head, every time I think about autumn, it's just dry. I just think dry because it's just mm. it just what pertains to dryness. You, you see the leaves; they lose their moisture, they lose their 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 green, and they start to shrivel. And I think that's what I associate with dry. Um, how about in uh, in terms of organ wise and stuff like that? Yes, you know that little so, table that we get. Um, autumn's associated with lung and large intestine, so. Um, as I guess summer is yang and as the yang is kind of going down, the yin is starting to rise. So Tom was, um, this is what Tom was talking about in that it's more of a yin or, um, not organ. What's it called? A season, um, more of a yin season. So you kind of want your body and your lifestyle to kind of reflect the environment outside. So you don't want to be like running around going crazy every day. You kind of want to start preparing yourself for i guess hibernation of winter yeah i think you're naturally going to do that too like because it's the start of the in season and things like that you're going to be start you're going to start to feel more reserved and feel like you don't want to go outside as often and that's not that's not anything um to be concerned about it's just a change of season a lot of people do overlook that a turn of a new leaf yeah oh dude i love that phrase i like how it's like autumn new change you know change a leaf and yada yada i love that that's it and it's good to like you know like come in and yeah like get ready for that change um get ready for the the winter to come through and preparing yourself and then coming into the spring where it's 
very full of life and vitality. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of um a lot of uh, what do you call what do you like sayings proverbs that's it proverbs that go towards like uh, that relate to autumn you know you shed off the the, uh, the old leaves they 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 wither and change colors that's beautiful also but then uh you leave you you make more room for the next leaves to grow there's all those like proverbs that relate to autumn and um i think the what they're trying to aim at is change so autumn you're gonna see a lot of change and things like that uh i think that's a big idea within zodiacs and all in the horoscopes and all that is that it's just change you got a confused face tim is that is that is that Tom's face. <laughs> nah, keep going i'm listening <laughs> yeah is that is it is that is that wrong he was like where this was going yeah, keep going. yeah, keep going. yeah no. oh, okay well like autumn is the you know you see the symbol of change and then you people see the leaves and they also change um i know i know that in terms of uh like the changing of young uh the summer the summer to yin there's autumn in the middle um from changing from summer to winter so um you can see that feel that change see i'm, I'm going like <laughs> off the rails with this one <laughs> like this. full circle he even got to the point where he's like you know, in between summer and spring and winter, there's autumn. <laughs> I think there was zodiac symbols in there somewhere too that I was a bit confused Yeah, yeah, no, nah, I hit everything. I hit all the bases. We just lost mm-hmm. all of our topics That's for it. the rest of the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> Chinese medicine is a holistic medicine, remember? It's true. We're just sort of taking everything. Yeah. Remember, we're connected to the, to the heaven, the earth, and... The human. Uh, human level. Us. We're no, you got it. You got other. it. Yeah. The human earth level. level. That's it. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. I think what what are some good ways that we can prepare for autumn? Now that you're talking about preparation and stuff like I that, I think if you don't mind, if we go back a little bit and talk about the organs, um, and I guess how mm-hmm. the dryness and the cold, I guess, will affect our body and um, what changes, I guess, our body goes through rather than just like wanting to not do more and just wanting to hibernate. Like, you look confused. And, for example, like how it's colder and there's more, I guess, wind around. And as wind, um, not wind, lung is associated with um, autumn, lungs are kind of the first organ to be affected. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And very suscept- yeah. susceptible to dryness. Yeah, yeah. Lung, lung is um, yeah, like like Nick just literally just said, um, susceptible to dryness. You get like the throat dryness and. <laughs> Thanks co- for like, me. Hey, got you. Don't worry. I call, I'm I'm the emphasis of you. You know, I just I'm just like your parrot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Anyway, yeah. No, nah, you like if you if you suffer from you know a cough a chronic cough or things like that tends to be a little bit more drier throughout the like throughout the autumn and winter seasons uh you get you know you get your dry cough you don't often you don't often get a wet cough but it's not uncommon i wouldn't say yeah but because autumn's more associated with dryness you're gonna get you know the, the hoarseness and maybe even wake up uh with a little bit of a like a cotton mouth feeling yeah um yeah <laughs> <laughs> lack of a better description but you know so like you know it's it's useful to keep a water bottle beside your bed and stuff like that but i think we'll go into preventions and all that later, a little bit later yeah I, th- I think constipation is also something that you may experience more frequently yes. during autumn as well because uh, a lot of the the water in your body can't moisten your bowels and it tends to make it a lot drier more s- like solid harder to push sometimes 
Yeah, and um, yeah, going back to the lung thing, the lung is the start of the chi cycle. So again, back to that change and starting a new leaf. You know, you're starting again in the chi cycle, in in the seasonal change. Um, you obviously go through these chi cycles every day, but yeah, in that in the big scope, you're going through that again. Yeah, and uh, it's good. It's good that you. It's important that you pointed out that lung is the start of the um, the chi cycle because, that, like we said before, uh, you're gonna feel we're gonna feel a little bit lethargic uh, at the start of or- uh, during autumn, and that's because you know it affects the lung. Lung gets weaker, and then there's less chi to actually go around your body. So it makes sense that the lethargy is is an element in the change of um of autumn. Yeah. Yeah, especially if you've like overexerted yourself uh, during the summer or like exhausted yourself with the heat and then you come into that dryness period. So uh, so, uh, what's some other common symptoms? Uh, Oh, Charlene, were you about to say something? The lung is also associated with the way chi, so our like protective um, chi, defensive chi, that's the word I'm looking for. So um, also kind of makes our body susceptible if um, we're not looking after our organs or keeping our body in balance yeah we've got to take extra care to um not uh, not expose ourselves to too much uh, pathogens but also just to keep keep the uh keep ourselves healthy that way we don't get sick and stuff like that like we like most of us do in autumn uh the the the, the, the big change in season from the the stark change from hot to cold can usually trigger a lot of, a lot of that uh, for a lot of us I, I know for me personally i usually get sick at the start of, uh, start of a season or a change of a season um so make sure proper rest and things like that is important because if you overwork yourself you're just gonna be overworking an overworked body already you know so cut yourself some slack yeah and i think it's something else that's missed is that what we were saying before that dry cough or that dryness in the morning type stuff um, that you, that you often get but don't associate with anything. So, you, you know, you wake up with that dry cough and you think, oh, my mouth's a bit dry this morning. And then that further eventuates into getting sick or, you know, having that chronic cough that you just can't shake. But, yeah, you know, so you, if you think back to it, it probably started at the start of, uh, at the start of autumn or the, start or the change of season. Um, so just a quick tip that is good to mention to your to your Chinese medicine doctors, if you are waking up with that dry mouth or, you know, any of those type of symptoms that it's important to note. Do, do you guys... We can sort of prevent. Do you guys personally have any, like, uh, suffer any anything specific to, uh, when, when autumn comes around? Like, do you tend to be more, I don't know, uh, tend to feel this emotion more or start to notice this thing about you? Like, do you notice anything at all? I notice because I have um, sinusitis, so I notice my sinuses get really congested and um, just, yeah, I can't really think properly when my sinuses are congested. So I guess that affects my mental, like my, my ability to focus at work as well. And yeah, I guess when the sun goes away, it kind of affects your mood as well. And I think that's a big thing in autumn, that like seasonal affective disorder, lack of sunlight. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a really interesting topic that you talked about because uh, in Chinese medicine, do you know how the lung is associated with like uh, grief, sadness and stuff like that when it's uh, when there's a dysfunction in your lungs or something's wrong, you tend to be realized that um, sometimes you might feel like, like sadness or grief without having like much of a reason. 
What do you, what do you think about that in terms of like Chinese medicine and like emotional aspect, especially when you're entering autumn? <laughs> I repeat that one more time. I repeat that one more time. <laughs> Sorry, what? Um, it was he. His question was about uh, relating emotions. So we're talking about the lung and the large intestine. So we're having grief, right? Right, I feel and it. that type of stuff, yeah. and relating that to autumn. So I just got mad distracted by my own wavelength on my audacity, but yeah, nah, I got you. Um, we'll get there. <laughs> um, I personally, I I don't have a connection, um, like just personally, um, and haven't seen too much of a connection, but it's hard to say. I, th- I think personally for okay. me, uh, it's I I'm the complete opposite of, of you, Nick. Like I feel a huge connection between uh, both like, you know, change of season, uh, my emotions, my mind state, um, but also in relation to how much the sun is out. Like I, I tend to notice that particularly when there's no sun out, I, I get a little bit more moody or sad or tired. Um, we've talked about it in, in previous episodes about, you know, uh, melatonin. I always get melanin and melatonin confused. Did I get it right? Mel- melatonin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, you obviously uh, feel happier when you're in the sun and yeah. Yeah. You know. But when it, the weather's better, you feel better. Yeah, yeah. I I I guess that's uh, there's like a chemical uh, like a neurochemical explanation for all of that and um Sun's out, guns out, right? Sun's out, guns out. <laughs> sun's out, noodles out. Yeah. Yeah, crayons <laughs> out to show. Uh, now nah, I've got a knife like I've got a knife that's the probably equivalent I've got. Yeah. Oh, anyway, like I, I do feel like that um, when, 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 when the seasons do turn around to be more colder and stuff like that, I, I do feel a little bit more depressed and more susceptible to the, the bad thoughts and, you know. You know. Somber, I think that's somber. a good explanation. Yeah, everything becomes more somber and melancholic. Oh, I love that word. I don't even know yeah. if I used it right. Did I use it right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, you did. That's how I would use it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. But I mean, uh, did you guys? Do you guys feel that same way, uh, Tim and Charlene? Do you, Do you think that's associated because you may have like a disharmony in lung, whereas like maybe Nick doesn't have that sort of disharmony. That's why he doesn't feel affected much by the mood. Whereas, if you have some sort of like imbalance between your lungs, maybe that's why you feel more like susceptible to certain moods or like the weather or certain aspects like that. Oh yeah, no, nah, my body's a mess. I think we've already established that in, in this podcast. My internal body is a mess, my G. Like, it, it, there's so many disharmonies, so many deficiencies, excesses going on that it's just like a constant war zone. It's like, it's yeah, it, it's it it really be like that. <laughs> Sounds sad as fuck though. No, don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel that 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 somber mood you were just talking uh, about. I felt it yeah. through your voice. Mm. Yeah. yeah. How, about, how, about, how about you, Tim? Tim, how do you feel in the change of seasons? Do you, do you feel that there's a connection for you? Um, I think now that I've gotten older, it's it's a lot more noticeable than compared to when I was a lot younger. Um, that that could totally be due to the disharmony between my lungs or just age. You know? <laughs> because you know, your I really age don't know. That's fine. So the older you get, the sadder you get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> the highs are high and the lows are a lot lower. <laughs> nah, I... <laughs> oh man, no, just, this is just getting um, sad now. <laughs> it's not even autumn. Let's take it off of us and talk about um, people we talk to or patients. Um, do you find, do you see these patterns a lot in, even if we're not seeing patients, I know we're sort of transitioning from that student to practitioner um, phase, even talking to just general people about their lives or, you know, about their health. 
Um, do you find that you can see this change with emotions or with these symptoms that just sort of pop up in general conversation? Um, have you guys noticed anything? I think I notice kind of more social behaviours. Like, people want to go out less and I guess I see less people at the clinic when it starts to turn cold or rainy. They're just like, oh, I don't want to be outside. I'd rather be indoors and stay warm. So... I don't know if that answers your question, but I guess you see it in their behaviours. And sometimes it's like that um, when you see patients. Sometimes um, when it get weather starts to get cold, they're just like, oh no, I didn't see my friends as much, so my um, mood is lower or something like that, which they might not necessarily associate with the weather, um, what's going on in the environment, but I guess as practitioners, we can kind of see that link. Do you agree? What's your experience? Yeah, and that's that's one of the pillars of Chinese medicine is that observation and taking not just what the patient tells us, but what we can see um, in patterns and everyday life. I think that's it's quite important as practitioners to, to take take that into note that, you know, you're sort of seeing more more of one certain pattern um whether that's in like one patient or 10 patients you know you yeah pick up on these little things and then when when you do see more patients or more people you can associate these patterns together so you can either prevent that autumn dryness that's quite common or you can start to prep and you know inform your patients just around this time period um and let them know what's going to happen in terms of the season, in terms of what Chinese medicine is all about. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't, Referring I didn't, them to this podcast I, might be a good start. That plug, though. <laughs> adding, adding to what Charlene said, I think I also notice people don't go to the gym as much. You know, they're not as outgoing. So they don't actually go and make the effort to do, do exercise. And sometimes that falls... Like, not going to the gym sometimes affects them more than the physical. They might not feel as they've achieved a lot and then it can affect them further mentally and stuff like that too. Obviously, they're not getting exercise too, so that adds to it. But um, it's important. Yeah, motivation. Yeah, down. yeah. And, you know, it's not important, but it's it's quite easy to carry that, you know, lack of motivation into winter. And then you, you really hit that winter slump um, and, you know, you sort of hit into that depressive stage. And then spring comes back up and you start to feel more lively with the weather. But it's important to sort of keep track of that and make sure you don't sort of hit that slump through winter and you keep motivated to have that great new turn of leaf and yeah, that whole new you keep things going. Life. Keep the momentum. Get Have some sort of momentum to carry you through winter because winter is hard. What's, winter is hard. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what's some advice? You but we'll get there in three months. We'll, yeah, we'll talk about <laughs> we'll, talk we'll have about a winter, winter podcast episode as well. Yeah. Uh, we'll all be rugged up in our hoodies. <laughs> Can't wait. And What's teas and all teas. Sorry, okay, no, 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 I'll let you talk oh. to him. Uh, that's cool. It's cool. <laughs> I got all day. Uh, what's What's some advice now you would give to patients or people just listening to this podcast for advice, like to deal with all these issues that we've talked about, and like like this mo- unmotivation or like cough or like all this sort of stuff. What What sort of advice in terms of like lifestyle, um, some emotional things they can do? Like, what would you recommend? Uh, I think it's just like. Uh, keep your health up like in general um keep active you know like i said earlier um because people don't exercise as much and they don't move around they don't go out like try to go out as much as you can keep keep active uh, keep your mind mind going and but also cut yourself some slack 
get enough rest don't overwork yourself um you you want to like stay as healthy as you can um in terms of the exercise bit would you say change your exercise protocols or like your routines to suit your season oh yeah so that's instead of doing point um more exertive uh exercises during the summer you know which would probably include like right like a lot of like running or outdoor running um you know a lot of a lot of that heavy exertion because summer's very like young. Um, would you do more conserving in the coming from winter into the autumn? That's a that's a great point. I reckon. Um, I think uh, I, the way I structure my own personal exercises is that uh, I don't usually usually if I go to the gym, I don't like exerting um, type of exercising full stop. Like if I feel really really tired after the gym, I don't like it as much and I'm deterred to go again so if I get things if I just do exercises that get uh, the chi and my blood moving then that's something that that's a, that's a level of uh, exercise I like to do so a bit of a personally be um do you sweat a lot of the gym because you're a little bit more yin deficient I would say just constitutionally so when when you are feeling that way do you find that you sweat a lot at the gym um, generally, generally I don't really sweat a lot, but if I, it, it, de- it depends. I either go, um, if I have a short session, if I have a short session and it's like, um, if I don't rest as much, then I sweat more. But if it's like a lot more relaxed, then I just don't sweat. Uh, is that, that's normal, right? Yeah. No, I'm yeah. just asking. Cause you know, you, if you're sweating, you're sweating out all those body fluids and all the chi. So I was just asking about, you know, over consumption and, um, overexertion. Yeah, yeah. That that's that's also a good segue into keeping your high, uh, keeping yourself hydrated during autumn. Like we said, a lot of dryness, a lot of that stuff going on. Good to keep your fluids up. Like I said before, to uh, keep a water bottle next to your bed. I mean, so then you can combat that dry mouth when you wake up. You know. Yeah, and if you have been sleeping with the fan on or the air conditioner, because you know you, it's quite hot. It's Obviously not the best option to sleep with the fans on, but you got to do what you got to do sometimes. If you have been sleeping with those on, try and start to turn those off now that we're entering winter, uh, entering autumn, sorry. So to get out of that habit again and, you know, probably buy a humidifier and stuff just to cut that, cut that dryness out. Yeah, humidifier is a good point. Definitely. Do you guys, uh, do you two have any other um, little tips or anything like that for your autumn? Top tips your or tidbits? Tips or tidbits? advice Mm, i guess make optimal use of the sun when it's around like i don't know maybe instead of exercising in the gym go for a walk outdoors um get some of that melatonin yeah yeah walks underrated walks (laughs) underrated i think i think if if you don't like to exercise um to an exerting level where you feel you just want to get the the chi and blood moving just go for a simple walk around the block or something i think that's that's it's a good medium for a lot of people. I think a late afternoon walk in the summertime is amazing. Oh, like just truth. when the sun's sort of going down. Uh, oh. Sounds like a song. Perfect. <sighs> nah, I feel that, man. Like I just had that vision in my head. and oh. Yeah, see? You're just walking around. The thought alone made me calm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> man, you, should write, you should write a song about that, dude. <laughs> Well, let's talk about diet. I feel like diet is a big aspect. I was going to go to the same spot too, Tom. Oh, ask me about what? Sorry. 
I was going to go to the same topic as diet. Um, yes. What What would you suggest? What Where would you go? Um, I think because the temperature in terms of the environment is cooling, so I think more of the food that we eat should be cooked and more like warmer sort of foods that are easier to digest. So I think autumn normally makes your large intestines dry as well. So you get a lot of that constipation, like I was saying before. So I think some stuff like stews and stuff might be good, like porridges and soups, I think would be start to like warming into those sort of uh, categories. Um, yeah, starting to incorporate all those warming foods yeah. before winter comes <laughs> so that coldness doesn't hit you straight away. That transition period is, is very important. And autumn is a very transition type of season. Yeah. Because we're going from like extreme hots to extreme colds. Um, so, yeah, good point. And I would sort of say eliminate a lot of the, like the hot foods out of your diet. I don't know. Yeah, For I me personally, I, th- yeah. I feel like summer is full of meat and, you know, like a lot of lamb and... Barbecues? I, yeah, I do, a, I do a lot of cooking in the summer because it's good weather. Um, so, and you got lots of time, so you cook a lot. Um, and yeah, I feel like you want to sort of cut out a lot of those like quite hot, heaty foods, um, and then start incorporating like the warming foods because these are two different categories. Yeah. The warming, the, the stews, oh, that, that did trigger. I haven't had dinner yet. So when you said stews, I'm like, Oh man, that'd be good right now. <laughs> no, I, haven't had, I haven't had dinner yet either. Oh. Same. I'm waiting for Lauren to, to get home. She's on her way. I think we're having oh. curry for dinner. <gasps> oh, curry, I love curry. Would, would, uh. would you guys recommend, yeah. recommend curry for autumn season? Yeah. What are you guys feeling? Yeah, just because I want to <laughs> eat I'd it. recommend a curry anytime. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Give <laughs> in to your cravings. Curry. Do it. Do it. We gotta, you got to treat yourself during autumn. Eat what you want. That's it. But also, I right? think, yes. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but also, I think it's good food that will like nourish the lungs as well mm-hmm. um so foods such <laughs> so as foods that are pungent in, Oof. in um, solid word in, what's the word what's the category that it's in pungent in taste or flavor um are important mm-hmm. because yep. they're young and they help the ascending so it helps kind of keep our lungs clear um, so things like bay leaves, chives, cinnamon, um, cabbage, onions, and garlic um, are really good to incorporate to um, help your lungs. And also if you yeah, have no. a dry throat or a dry cough, maybe some honey and some warm water before bed to kind of nourish the throat. And then maybe you won't feel so much of that dry mouth, dry throat. Help replenish the fluids and stuff like that. I think another good one yeah. is um, pears as well. So definitely to help like lubricate the lungs and large intestine. If you have any like dry cough or any like constipation like that, I think it can really help with that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, I was going to say something. Oh, Before it's it. good to incorporate all these like herbs and stuff into those stews and into your soups and. Your, your your warming type foods um, to combat that dryness as well, and I think as well as avoiding 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 the heaty foods, nice. um, should avoid maybe some of the damp foods as well, um, because I guess maybe the spleen and stomach might not be as 
strong or able to handle and then you could create some dampness which is the opposite of what you want yeah and the intense heat from some foods can also uh, make the dryness worse um, both digestively and also like up top in the throat and the mouth and everything like that so you'd avoid like the the harsh chilies and the intense heat stuff um what are the, what are the things that are hot, like hot in nature that aren't exactly chilly like, lamb lamb lambs yes yeah, lamb very is hot. hot in nature mm. would you guys would you guys advise against uh things like seafood because seafood is known to be damp heaty not exactly like it's very it's very hot but it's also very damp too depends uh, yeah it depends on the constitution mm-hmm. as well don't over overindulge that's it's, yeah yeah that, well that's always a good that's always a good start keep in the middle ground and you'll you'll never go off um but yeah it it obviously depends on your constitution as well if you're if you're more dry in in constitution um it's it's obviously great to get on top of all this before autumn comes along or if you feel like you're more of a dampy type person, um, it's good to like clear all that as well. Yeah. But yeah, everybody's different. Uh, I want to talk about like commonly seen formulas and stuff that you would tend to use in autumn. Like people normally come for like a dry cough and all those symptoms we talked about. What sort of formulas or like Chinese medicine stuff do you normally use in terms of like treatment or helping them in like a clinical setting? I feel like if they're getting a lot of that, like nasal stuffiness or dryness, you might even want to just start with a simple uh or san, or you know something like that, just to sort of clear the nasal Open orifice, the nasal orifice. Um, and unblock. But you could also do like, there's some great autumn dryness formulas in the Shanghan Lun. Yes, please list them, Nicholas. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> this is the floor is yours yeah, now. Please, please list the. Uh, Shanghan Lun formulas for autumn dryness. Thank you, Brendan. Oh, me? <laughs> oh, look, no, nah, I think I'll give you the privilege, I reckon. Uh, you know. Let me just get out my Shanghan Lun. Yeah, let me get out mine too, because I totally have it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me whip out mine as well, just behind me in my pocket. Yeah, no, just in my back pocket. I actually do have it in right here. <laughs> All right, stop lying. You don't actually have it. <laughs> no, you probably don't have it. <laughs> I do actually have it. <laughs> yeah, he does. That, that thing look like it looks like it can kill someone. It's, it's a pretty big book. It's a thick book. Do it. Can I get back to you on yeah. the Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, what, what's some formulas that you would consider that's not um, Shanghai Moon related? As obviously Dr. Nick is looking through. Would you would you consider stuff like like Yuping Feng San to help for the Wei Qi? Because I think that's that's probably one of the most important things affected during autumn is obviously your Wei Qi tends to be deficient and that will affect how susceptible you are to like external pathogens and stuff like that. Yeah, it is. It is important to um, to boost that defensive that defensive chi up and to protect your your lung because it, the change in season does make it susceptible. So you ping feng sun would be pretty beneficial. Um, it, it it'd be good as a preventative rather than like a yeah um, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you guys think of anything moistening? Any herbs that are targets to moisten? Uh, moistening the lung. Uh, yeah, you'd probably go for. Um, something like Mai Men Dong. That's it. That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, Mai Men Dong. Mai Men Dong is like the one. That's there's some better ones. Yeah. Oh, um, trusty reference. Oh, there's always better ones, but yeah. I'm trying to think of. Oh, it's just slipped my mind. No, no, it's gone. Um, it's gone. See you later. Was 
Oh, Nick, what does it say? See you later. Um, part of the wind being and no, but I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was just too. like, something doesn't <laughs> seem right here. But, yeah. <laughs> no, but close. We're, we're in the ballpark. Um, it's important yeah. to read the Shang Hanlun too. And <laughs> so you know the difference. <laughs> did, you find the, did you find the formulas? <laughs> or? No, I didn't. Because oh, yeah. I've got the Shanghan Lun and not the Wenbing. Um, oh, um, no, nah, I'm in the Shanghan uh, formulas. You're flipping through that giant book. No, because then I quickly realized that it, they're not in the Shanghan Lun. Because um, that's talking about excess and external pathogens and stuff. Oh, right. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, well. That was a mistake. Better luck next time. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Do you guys have any other tidbits or any uh, treatment things that you wanted to mention before we wrap this up? Because we got about like three, four minutes left. Yeah, I we got a couple minutes. Yeah. Uh, I think... A, a, oh, you go. Both. Oh, oh, um, well, I was just oh, saying, oh. I think if you're susceptible to colds and going off your suggestion of the formula, Yuping Fengsan, um, acupuncture would be a great way to kind of build up your body and your immune system before winter comes and before you get hit by that sudden you know cold and wind and rain yeah <laughs> was that what you were thinking for sure uh no i was going to suggest uh like protecting the nape of your neck so like do 14 area i think is something that gets overlooked a lot because that's where the pathogens tend to uh penetrate the quickest and the easiest so yeah, just wearing a scarf or like protecting it with like a high collar jacket or something like that would definitely help prevent any sort of like Wei Qi deficient or like EPFs from invading. Yeah, and um, another thing is that we go into uh, daylight savings time, so the the nights get longer. Um, so really focusing on sleep as well is is a good good thing to do in autumn. Really taking advantage of the longer night, being able to get to sleep earlier and waking up, you know, about the same time. So you get getting more hours of sleep, but yeah, taking advantage of that, the long night time. And if you are more of like the the type of person that is connected to, their emotions are connected to the season, you want to, uh, I do emphasize like, you know, get your, get your sleep right, eat right, get, get your body moving because that'll in turn really help your mental health. And it, it's, it can hit people pretty hard and unexpectedly and it'll, it might feel like, oh, well, what, like what's happening if you're not really conscious about the season? You know, a lot of people tend to overlook that. Yeah, and if you are um, concerned or yeah, have any thoughts about that, you know, mention it to your Chinese medicine doctor and just, just say how you're feeling. You, you don't have to just say how you're feeling, but explain to them like how you're feeling during these, this transition period. You know, for your Chinese medicine doctor, it might make a whole lot of sense for your case. Um, and it might just be the piece that is missing from the puzzle. So, yeah. So, mm. well that's, yeah, good, good advice. <laughs> um, so, as always, thank you for listening to the Forever Young podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and on our individual Instagrams. Join our discussion, pa- discussion page and let us know what you want to hear from us next. And, and as always, we're the Forever Young podcast and we'll hear from you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.